0: Hey, when I'm not taking massive L's trying to get a PlayStation Five, I'm Odell Brenham Jr.
1: Um,
0: welcome back, everybody. We have once again we have a very very special guest. We have probably one of the most important figures in Big Ten Twitter, and that is uh, Lucy Roden from Iowa. Lucy, welcome to the Gambling Pod.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> yes, we are absolutely thrilled to be having you. Um, so. Just a little rundown of what we do. We each make five picks for uh, any type of sporting event that's being played in the coming days. And we end it with our Burt Bacon Lock of the Week. So as our esteemed guest, Lucy, we're going to let you go first. So you ready?
2: Yes, I'm so ready. I have everything written down. I just want to say that this was originally supposed to be recorded where I was going to be able to bet on Iowa's game. Uh, I would have bet incorrectly, but it doesn't matter. So we'll start off. All right. So I have Kentucky. They're going to cover against Florida. They're plus 25 right now. They got blown out last week against Alabama, blown out. It was 63-3. to Florida's defense is not good. It's not good at all, but their offense is so good that you don't even notice how bad their defense is. They played Vanderbilt last week, and they gave up like a crazy record-breaking performance to a true freshman quarterback. Their defense isn't good, so I think Kentucky's going to cover. I don't think Kentucky's going to win, but I think they'll cover. And Kentucky's head head coach, Mark Stoops, he's an Iowa guy. We always have to go with Iowa guys. Remember that. Remember that. Everyone take notes. I've also got LSU covering against Texas A&M, and – the only reason I have this is because Texas A&M hasn't played in like a month. I don't know when the last time they, they played was. It's been at least a couple weeks. LSU had a close win against Arkansas last week. It came on some like wonky targeting call, but I'm just taking LSU to cover literally just because I don't remember if Texas a and is supposed to be good at football. I genuinely don't remember. I can't tell you the last time I saw them play. Uh, and they're a 14-and-a-half-point uh, underdog there. I don't want to do my lock next because that's the next on my list, but I've got to move it to the next one. I have Georgia and South Carolina. The over is 49. I think the over is going to hit in that one. Uh, South Carolina has literally nothing to play for. Nothing at all. They lost their coach. South Carolina just exists at this point, which is good for them. That's basically what they've been doing before, but now it's like okay for them to do that. Uh, and so Georgia is bringing in. Last week, we finally saw JT Daniels. He's alive. That's awesome. I can't wait to see how Kirby Smart ruins his career. It's going to be so much fun for him. But there's no better way to like anoint a new quarterback than playing South Carolina. So I think they'll score a lot of points. I'm going to uh, take the over in that one. I don't follow the NFL as much as I follow college football, because you guys know that, because you're huge fans of my Twitter, Big Ten Lucy, whatever. So, but I've got the Saints covering against the Broncos um, I just think that the Saints are rolling right now. Everything is working, even though, you know, they're without Drew Brees, but who cares at this point? He's just breaking ribs left and right, so it really doesn't matter. Okay. Taysom Hill's a Mormon. That's important to, you know, include. God is on his side. So I'm not going to bet against God. That would be such a bad call. So. I'm going the Saints in that one, and then the Panthers are plus three at the Vikings, so I'm gonna take the Panthers to cover two. Teddy Bridgewater's supposed to be coming back, and I think it's cool, like a little revenge story. You know, that was the team that drafted them with the Vikings. So, and then Christian McCaffrey's questionable. We don't know if he's coming back. We don't, whatever. But I still have PTSD from what he did to Iowa in the Rose Bowl, so I don't ever bet against him because. He ruined my life. He ruined Christmas for me. He's literally the Grinch. And so, for my lock of the week, my burnt bacon lock of the week, I think that's right. I have Indiana against Maryland for 12 point favorite. I think Indiana's going to cover just fine. Losing to Ohio State's extra motivation. Maryland also hasn't played in two or three weeks. So, I felt like that was easy. But if I was going to do this on Wednesday, I wouldn't have done the over for UNC Notre Dame. So, that would have been my lock. But, I'm done now. Whoever wants to go next can go. <laughs> Lucy, is-
3: I love the Saints pick. Wow, Thank it's going to be Super Sucker season on Sunday all day long.
4: Takes <laughs> is a big fan of the narratives, and you just threw a couple of huge—I mean, religion—you threw God. two of his water out there against the Viking. Like, takes, takes, take it away, dude. Because you're going to want to talk about the narratives after the whole. Talk. I- I'm
5: a big narratives guy. Uh, Sponge doesn't believe in the narratives. I told him if a dog dies, you bet on that mascot team. Everyone knows that. He does not. He's very anti. He wants to kick the team while they're down. I like to, you know, if it's a good narrative, your team's going to play for
2: it. That's how Matthew McConaughey places all his bets. Like, I just read his book, and that's how – and what are you supposed to do, not do what Matthew McConaughey does? What? No, you have to base everything on the narratives.
5: Bunges is not a McConaughey guy, I guess. A
4: That's unfortunate. A fan base where can't read, can't write. We just,
5: we just <laughs> can't read, up.
0: can't chart. Well, Lucy, I I love your picks. I think you did a you did a great job with them. Well, um thank it's you. Unfor- <laughs> it's unfortunate we couldn't get that Notre Dame, um, UNC over in there. That was like per- that was honestly just free money. Just because I know. UNC, any game that they play in, it's just going to – hit the over
2: every single time without fail. Well, yeah. that's UNC football
0: and then yeah, I, I think <laughs> yeah and I think uh, Indiana playing Maryland I mean Maryland uh, they haven't played in a few weeks here and Indiana I mean they did play Ohio State about as well as you can uh, considering the talent gap there so uh, I'm very interested in that game I also think that Indiana is going to pull that one out but I've also really liked these teams coming off of the long lull of having a COVID outbreak so I'm kind of interested to see what uh, if Maryland can kind of keep that momentum going with the younger Tonga Viola.
4: Lucy, you made six picks, and the IU pick is definitely by far my favorite. It's one I really fought myself on. Um, I got a lot of flack on this podcast a week ago for saying IU would keep it within, what was it, 24 against Ohio State, and they kept it within a score. I'm a huge fan of IU right now. I like the way they're moving the ball. I think offensively they can really keep up, obviously, with anyone through four quarters. I know they had a slow start against um, Ohio State and kind of a mid-game lull, but late in the game they really pulled it together. And honestly, Maryland, like Brett said, coming off of a long break from the COVID outbreak, I just I don't like teams. Opposite to Brett, I don't like teams coming off that. I think it kind of throws off all balance and any rhythm you put together. So, I like Pennix in this game. I think minus 12 is an easy pick, and obviously because it's your lock.
2: Yeah, I picked Indiana to uh, not cover last week. I thought they were going to get literally, you know, smacked by Ohio State. And so, I've learned my lesson. I mean, you probably I've
4: accepted. listened to the Bacon Wire best picks because Sponge had it first that IU was going to keep it close. I went as far as saying I wouldn't be shocked had they won. Ooh, trap game but to keep it with as close as they did, I, I feel like I deserve about five apologies in here, but it's fine. We'll move on.
0: Okay. So we're going to move to takes after sponge just tried to claim a I uh, Indiana W when they lost. So we're just going to keep it moving. There. We're going to erase <laughs> that from the record. Sponge let's, you might want to hang up a Michigan, uh, co-champions, uh, flag in your basement there. So takes, um, <laughs> what do you got this week?
5: Yeah. Um, a personal favorite of mine is Coastal Carolina. I feel like I have them every week or some variation of them every week. This time they are getting um, – they're playing Texas te- – or, excuse me, Texas State, um, minus 16. I love it. Um, their quarterback has an 18-to-1 pick uh, ratio right now with a 10.2 yards per attempt. Uh, that's pretty good I, if you're a Drew Brees fan. That's like double what he has. Looking at someone on this pod here. Uh, And then uh, Texas State also struggles against the run, and Coastal Carolina loves to run it with uh, 4.7 yards per carry average. Um, There's going to be a lot of points in this, but I like uh, Coastal Carolina minus 16. Um, Texas State is not very good, but I think they can put up some points, but I like Coastal Carolina in the end. Um, Moving on to some action, I like Buffalo minus 7 versus Kent State. I think it's this point spread is only really close because Kent State's three and O, but they played like dog shit teams in Bowling Green and Akron. Uh, they put up like sixty plus points, so there's gonna be again a lot of points here. But Buffalo is the better team. Um, I like them minus seven. Moving on to the professional ranks, I like Arizona minus one and a half versus New England. Um, as soon as they cleared Kyler Murray and gave him like no injury designation going into the game, I locked this in. Um, I think that's a smash spot for the Cardinals, and I don't think New England's very good. Uh, moving on, let's see here. I haven't made a decision on my burnt bacon pick, so we'll see how which one I pick here. Um, I like the over in the Las Vegas versus Atlanta game. Uh, it's currently at 53. Um, Derek Carr surprised me last week. He played very good versus the Chiefs, and Atlanta doesn't play defense, but they can put up some points, um, sometimes, so you never know when they're going to stall out, but they'll never stop anyone, so, um, the Raiders don't have a good defense either, so I like the over 53 in that one. Uh, I also like the over in the Buffalo Bills versus the Los Angeles Chargers game. Both teams love to play, love to score some points. The over is hit. In the Bills game, eight uh, uh, they're eight and two in the Bills games, and then seven and two in the Chargers games. And 52 fifty-two and a half is just too low for two teams that love the score and don't play any defense. So that leaves my lock of the week: Seattle minus three versus the Eagles. The Eagles look like shit lately. Carson Wentz, I used to be like a defender of his, but he has just really been playing bad of late. And Seattle, that offense is incredible. Uh, DK Metcalf, and then I think Chris Carson's, uh, I think he's coming back this week, and then you have Russell Wilson, who's trying to win an MVP, Tyler Lockett, so many weapons, and I just don't think the Eagles can keep up, so I'm going with them for my lock of the week.
1: I mean, and and from going to Buffalo, Kent State, um, I'm not on the side in that game, but I really like the over in that game, just looking at some of the point totals Buffalo and Kent State have put up the past few weeks. um, Matching, taking the over um, there. Um, Always smart yeah. taking the over in
5: action. Yeah, it tends to be. 11-6 and six this year, so. Sean does we'll not. See. Lucy, uh, Sean doesn't like points. You know, he likes a good defensive game. If it was 6-3, to three, he would love it. The trenches, I like of- to, Sean likes to I'm an Iowa half fan. Time.
2: I love that. I yeah, love I that.
1: Have you guys watched Michigan State play the past Four years. <laughs> Unfortunately,
5: yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
1: I don't know points. Points are a <laughs> He doesn't understand it. <laughs> yeah. What is what is scoring forty points in a game? That you're allowed to do that? That's a that's
4: actually allowed. We haven't done that probably since like. I'm waiting for Lucy to make the comment that Iowa dropped forty nine on this.
2: I'm trying to be nice and not do that. <laughs> no, please. You do it no, for me, no, like, go, go ahead. We
5: <laughs> scored in like three weeks? We slander yeah. our own team.
2: <laughs> you did score one touchdown against Iowa. Congrats on that. Yeah, that was really impressive.
5: Was that like our backup tight end or something? <laughs> it was our yeah, old kicker. Our, yeah.
1: First, our four-string no, kicker turned hundred. tight end on a jet sweep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good job. Yay. Fun. Who's
5: the real so football guy? <laughs> Lucy, oh.
0: I'll just say this. What Michigan State's doing this year is just a giant Trojan horse. We're going to come into next season. No one's going to be expecting anything. And then we're just going to storm in and just obliterate everybody.
3: So, Lucy,
4: I don't know if you're familiar like a Lions fan. with the ideology of Rocky Lombardi throwing interceptions on purpose to tank, but I think that's what's <laughs> going on right now. I don't know if you're familiar with such an ideology, but I know a guy. And
2: Yeah, I thought you guys were just – Tanking to get Trevor Lawrence. That's what I've thought this whole time.
4: (laughs) That's that background. It's a great plan.
2: It's really, I mean, just a great plan. I support Mm -hmm. it. I fully support it.
4: Program in the state of Michigan right now, definitely. (laughs) Uh,
6: I would like to say, uh, don't care, got Paul. Uh, Jordan, I believe, couch burner, fuck. Hey,
3: hey, hey, better edit this out.
6: Okay. (laughs) Edit that out. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, so. First pick of the week is going to be Northwestern minus 12 and a half against Michigan State. Um, So since 2016, Northwestern's had the best against the spread record in the Big Ten. Um, They've won 31 and 23. Um, Michigan State has scored seven points in the last two weeks combined. Not just one game, but two. Um, And Northwestern has a good defense, and I just think that, um, you know, with Peyton Ramsey at quarterback, they're going to be consistent on the ball, and the defense is not going to let rocky lombardi score more than a point maybe i don't even know if they score a point to be honest um, but i won't go that far to predict it my next pick is going to be michigan minus half a point versus penn state um i'm going to take michigan in this one just because james franklin's a fraud he's the bigger fraud between between <laughs> and spawn is laughing at me, but he's the bigger fraud between jim harbaugh and himself or no yeah yeah so i think that um, Penn State's not going to come out victorious in this one. I think Cade McNamara, um, he's going to be a refreshing arm in the offense. He's not going to overthrow people like, uh, like Joe Milton does, and I, I think the Wolverines will, will, will advance against Penn State and they'll get the win. My third pick is going to be Auburn plus 24.5 against Alabama. Um, I, I know that's a pretty big spread, but it's four scores and it's a rivalry game. Um, no Nick Saban on the field this week. So I think that has at least a slight <laughs> at least a slight impact on the game. Um, I think Alabama's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be the 25-point blowout that people are expecting. Um, moving on to my fourth pick, I've got Mississippi State plus 9.5 against Ole Miss in another rivalry game. Um, and Mississippi State's not a good team this year, um, but their freshman quarterback the past two weeks has completed 76% of his passes. Um, and Ole Miss actually, against, pass they're ranked 124th in opponent completion percentage and 114th in pass yards per attempt you know those obscure stats that people like to use to make quarterbacks either better or washed as some might say on this podcast but um they've got good (laughs) mississippi state i feel like they're gonna throw the ball a lot and they're gonna um i wouldn't say run up the score but they might win i might give them a sneaky win in this one um and then Clemson, minus 23 and a half, first pit for my fifth pick. I like this one just because, you know, um, Trevor Lawrence is coming back. They've been waiting for like three weeks for him to come back, and you know they haven't had the opportunity for him to play again. So I think they're going to look to make a statement, um, show people that it's not Notre Dame in the ACC this year. It's still Clemson. Um, and I think that Dabo is going to have the entire team mad and convinced that the NCAA just doesn't want them to play. That's why they set out so long. So I like Clemson in this one. And my lock of the week is going to be Ohio State minus 27 and a half against Illinois. I know I picked Ohio State um, last week and I got burnt. But I think that, (laughs) I just think that Illinois is not going to be um, the opponent that Indiana was. You know, they don't have a great quarterback. They've got Brandon Peters. I don't think he's anything special. Uh, He's no Phoenix. Um, You know, OSU is a, um, (coughs) sorry, OSU is just like a a real, (laughs) stop. OSU is like a monster of an opponent for a team like Illinois. They're 0-5 against the spread in the last five following them scoring 40 or more points the weeks before. Um, and I think that Illinois' biggest strength on offense also matches up with Ohio State's biggest strength on defense. I just think eventually they're going to shut the Illini down and they're going to get the win. So those are my picks for the week.
4: Did you did you go straight college football? Is that what I have down here?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know, there weren't that many good NFL games for me this week.
4: Nice. I mean, when washed bum quarterbacks aren't playing, it's hard to pick. I, yeah, I mean Stafford already played. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey,
3: I bet you Drew Brees is a better quarterback rating than Matthew Stafford this year, Sponge.
4: Probably not this week.
5: Coach, you're going against Michigan State, who've been outscored seventy-three to seven in the month of November. Are you really willing to put your reputation on the line for that? What, that they're not going to cover? Yeah. Yeah, I'll bet my life on it.
4: (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like if he's following trends, that's a pretty easy pick.
5: Also, uh, I'd be surprised if Ryan, you know, Ryan Day, Ohio State's playing for Ryan Day. Yeah.
2: Well, no, so Ohio State, Ryan Day's out, but because he tested positive, Ohio State's not flying to Champaign until tomorrow morning instead of today. And so it's a noon game. Ohio State won't get there till tomorrow morning.
4: Uh-oh. Don't sleep on the, the alignment. Don't sleep on the alignment. Coach, are you gonna change your pick? Mm-hmm. Four
2: hundred.
4: No, With
5: I'm not gonna knowledge. change it. I'm not gonna <laughs> be a
1: whistling flake. So their their plane takes off at eight o'clock for Champagne, and they get there. They're talking about going flying in shoulder pads so they can just get on the bus mm-hmm. from the plane and go to the field. Naked bike. could bike that.
4: from. Shit. Hey, that is, yeah. no, Mel, Mel, I haven't seen anything like that. That is relentless. That <laughs> guys, Ohio State
0: could get on a bike with Sav and Couchburner <laughs> and take the trek down there, uh, no pun intended, from Columbus to Champagne, and they're going to put up 50 on these guys. I really,
3: oh shit. Uh, I just, you know, it's I bad if Brett's picking my, picking my team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
2: just, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, so that means just put the money to put the house down on Illinois to cover. Yeah. Oh. All, right.
5: Comments, by the way?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to start in the NFL. Uh, I'm going to start with Cleveland and Jacksonville over 49 and a half points. Um, Jacksonville's defense sucks, and Baker Mayfield's actually good when he doesn't get any pressure on him. And Jacksonville does not do that. So Cleveland should put up points, and I think over 49 is there. Kansas City, minus three against Tampa Bay. Um, I'm not picking against Mahomes. Uh, Brady looked like ass last week, like literal ass. So I'm going to take Kansas State. Um, Up next, I got going to college, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, over 69 and a half. Um, Ole Miss scores like 60 points a game, but they also give up 50. So just seems like a good play there. Um, Bama Auburn under 62 and a half like uh, Couchburner said this game is going to the 25 point spread is a big one I don't think that that is going to be conducive to points the other reason is Auburn's missing their two starting tackles left and right and Tank Bigsby probably isn't playing so I don't know where they're getting their offense from because we all know noodle arm Bo Nix isn't putting up shit through the air so don't know where Auburn's gonna score um, up next, Maryland, Indiana, over 64. Um, I just think that Tulia's got Maryland's offense looking better. Um, Michael Penix in Indiana, they put up a lot of points the uh, past few weeks. I think this one's going to go over. And then my burnt bacon lock of the week is Michigan State, Northwestern, under 41 and a half. Because this game is going to be like, like you said earlier, like maybe 12 to 7 or 14-7, just some kind of dumb shit like that where no one's going to score. Michigan State can't score, but Northwestern's offense is also equally ass, so everyone sucks, <laughs> except for Northwestern's defense, which is going to keep the score down um, under that 41-and-a-half number.
0: Sean, I think you're crazy for picking the under.
4: Sean? Yeah. I'll I'll elaborate further on this. I mean, this is very on brand of you to make a horrible underpick, but I'll elaborate further when it's my turn up. I I think you're horribly wrong, and I will tell you exactly why in a bit. Ooh, I mean, my th- my thought process
1: is Peyton Thorn. I think who we don't even know who's going to start at quarterback. So we'll Brandon see Soros. Brandon,
6: Noah Soros, Kim probably. season. Ooh,
5: <laughs> Noah Kim. Kim season. The Korean cannon. What the fuck is that, <laughs> Sean, I like your first two picks. I like the over in the Browns-Jags game, and then the Chiefs. I always bet on Mahomes. Three points. You, Mahomes is going to do that. Like that's not a that's not a big enough number. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, Sean. I
0: I mean I I like your picks. I'm just kind of looking over them right now. Um, like I said, I just don't like that under. I think that's just like actually way too low. I think that Mel is going to have the boys ready to go tomorrow. Or
3: It's a death and, right there. A, yep. It's a death.
0: No, they're going to come out hot. They're going to be airing that ball out, and Northwestern reality's going to set in tomorrow. <laughs> Cinderella is going to be no slipper.
3: Someone snip that yeah.
5: audio clip.
4: Please do. <laughs> so our, oh. Let's oh. go Red Wings. We'll get it. Sean, when it comes to your Kansas City pick, I really like it. Um, Nine and one, obviously with the one loss, but they seem unbeatable no matter what you throw at them. And I just, I don't see Brady and the Bucks being enough. I still think they're trying to figure a few things out as they go as a collective unit. And the Chiefs are just kind of well-rounded and put together in a way that's going to be hard to match. So I will give you that. I I like that pick, which means it's probably wrong. (laughs)
0: Bunch, what did you cook up this week?
4: Yeah, so time for some real analysis, and by that I mean everybody brought the big guns this week because Lucy's on, and I'm just going to sit here and say how oh, teams aren't clicking, and that kind of thing that I usually do. So so the first team that's not clicking, uh, Cincinnati losing Burrow. I'm taking the Giants minus five and a half versus uh, Cincinnati. I feel like that's a really easy pick just because of the injury. I honestly probably would have given Cincinnati the spread if Burrow was playing because he's that big of a difference maker but I think that's just too harsh of a blow right now for this young team and there's no way to get better off of an injury like that they're not going to have some sort of you know Taysom Hill being better than the starter which isn't shocking at all but they're just not going to show up. Um, Second My favorite, this is my favorite division in the NFL. Philly's going to lose. It's going to be bad. Seattle's going to trounce them. Seattle minus five is easy money. Russell Wilson's just way too good. He's gunning for an MVP still, like I believe Takes said. I want to say it was Takes. Yeah, um, Yeah. but Philadelphia, that entire division is just ass. And when you watch a game like yesterday and you see that the only time they can show up is against each other, they're not, no one in that division showing up against the Seattle Seahawks in any way to keep it within five points. I feel like that spread is, like, dangerously low. It should be much higher. Um, I had to – so I'm scratching my Pittsburgh-Baltimore over 45 just in the event that they don't end up playing because the game keeps getting postponed, not canceled, postponed. <laughs> um, so we're going to move over to college football, um, which I know less about, Lucy. So <laughs> – um, Maryland, Indiana, I picked the over 64, two really high-powered offenses. Um, it's going to be a scoring fest. I can see the ball slinging already. And 64 points, really, I mean, that's a 33-31 game. That's really not that hard to obtain when you're these two teams and these two offenses with um, Tunga Viola and Penix at quarterback for each team. I just think 64 is an easy bet um had it hit the 70 mark i mean last last week i was super confident in my indiana ohio state over i want to say 72 i felt like that was easy but that was watching justin fields versus michael Penix. it's not tongue of iloa so 64 i feel like is a safe bet um off to the iron bowl some sec action i'm taking auburn plus 24 and a half versus bama um in light of recent events with Sabin, just being addicted to coronavirus, I feel like that's going to throw the team slightly off kilter. And with this, I mean, Auburn won last year. It's always, it's almost always a good game. You can't have a 25-point underdog in a game like this where so much is at stake. Michigan, Michigan State, it was a huge spread. Nobody, I mean, Michigan in hindsight, not good, but nobody expected Michigan State to even come close. So I'm kind of going off the basis that I believe – Auburn's going to show up and play their hearts out for, you know, their school against Bama because everyone says they want Bama. Auburn gets them once a year. I feel like they have a different chip on their shoulder this week. Um, so in getting rid of my Pittsburgh-Baltimore pick, I replaced it with an over, Sean, uh, MSU-Northwestern. Now hear me out. It's not, it's not because It's not because Michigan State's offense. They're going to drop 50 on us, 41 and a half. Are you kidding me? Come on now. They are going to hang some points on this defense. Look at Iowa. Lucy's laughing right now. Look at Iowa. They dropped 49 on us, and they looked like they were kind of rock bottom, not knowing how to play football. We showed them how to play football. We are like, here, have a practice. This, this game could get ugly. I don't want it to. That's why I'm not going to take any sort of spread. But the over 41 and a half, that's a low, low spread, especially – In college football, Um, I'd expect Northwestern to cover that themselves. MSU doesn't even have to score a single point. Rocky Lombardi is going to throw four picks for the tank. It's going to be great. Two of them are going to be taken back for six, but they're they're going to be on purpose. They're going to be completely on purpose for the tank. We all want Lawrence. (laughs) But forty-two is going to be Northwestern alone, and then we'll probably make it forty-five with a sweet field goal from like twenty-one yards out. And to reiterate what Couchburner said, because he decided to steal my entire verse, word for word, bar for bar, fuck James Franklin. I've picked against him all four weeks on this pod. I've been correct every time, every single time I say he's a fraud. And this is the battle of the biggest fraud Jameses in the world. There are not two more fraudulent Jameses on the planet. And we get to see it all unfold in front of us in 2020. This is the game 2020 needed to bounce back. Because somehow both teams are going to lose. But I'm taking Michigan minus, what was it, half a point? Is that what we're sitting at? Yeah. Michigan minus half a point. Um, I mean, I watched Rutgers beat a team that beat Michigan, and then Michigan beat that Rutgers team. So Penn State not able to do anything versus anybody. Their coach, I don't know if I've said it before, complete fraud, horrible, just absolutely ass. Michigan is going to win this game. And, I mean, that's basically – that's all the pick is because the spread's at half a point. I mean, I'm just picking Michigan to win. And, I mean, after last week taking Milton out and putting McNamara, and that looked like it kind of got the offense rolling and clicking. Sponge's favorite word. It got the offense clicking in a way that it wasn't under Milton. He can actually hit a throw over five yards where to Drew Brees. And Michigan – Michigan is going to win this game pretty handily in the Battle of the Fraud Gyms?
0: Um, the only pick I have a, an issue with is your Auburn versus Alabama pick. Um, I really don't think that uh, – You
4: played off a narrative just for takes, and you're going to hit me with that. Yeah, because they have
0: Gus D'Antonio as their coach at Auburn, and he's going out very, very sad. So, um, yeah, I just don't see that being close. This man, Nick Saban, even though he's going to be um, – Remote, he might be on some type of like robot or yeah. FaceTime call. Yeah, he might be a hologram out there. Um, this team is going to come out and play for him because I know he's going to be watching very, very closely, and he's probably going to see things that he might not see from the field. So um, I think Alabama, roll tide. That team is out for blood and never bet against Nick Saban. Like, you never bet against an Iowa not player. not be there. I coach. mean, He's here's last... the
5: thing. It doesn't
0: here? mean it's still his team. Hold, hold He's on. He's, He's not going to be
3: there, there, though, so you can bet against him. Is no. that what you're saying? No,
0: it's his coach. It's his okay. team. Well, I
3: wouldn't worry about it. He went one and five last week.
0: <laughs> right. That's no, a... if, you count, if you count the legal games that we bet.
4: You <laughs> won big. He won you big. won big. No, I won no. by a lot. You, <laughs> He was one and all. Game. I really just think with it being a rivalry game, it's going to be closer than you expect. I mean, I was also clowned for picking Notre Dame over Clemson, but here we are. I was clowned for the Indiana-Ohio State game, and Michigan and Michigan State happened. And like I said, Michigan's not good, per se, but, I mean, it's a rivalry game. Anything can happen, literally anything. I just don't think a 25-point blowout is the – I'm known for making the easy picks, Lucy. I'm called out for making the easy picks. 25 points is a huge spread in a rivalry game, especially the Iron Bowl. These teams have more at stake than most rivalries, just for bragging rights. I don't want to talk Michigan-Ohio State, not a rivalry. Not a rivalry. Nope, not a rivalry. These teams have a lot at stake in this game. And if Auburn can walk away unseating Bama and giving them a loss, they're going to want to do that from the first snap.
1: Yeah, I – I agree with Couchburner and Sponge. Uh, That number is way too big. Never mind, I
4: changed my pick. I changed my pick.
1: (laughs) 25 (laughs) points in a a rivalry game. It's just even if Alabama does cover, which it's still on the table, they could do it. They could just run that shit up. But I just don't feel comfortable laying, taking 25 points in a rivalry game like that, especially the Iron Bowl, the college football's best rivalry. I made Um,
4: four college picks because Lucy was coming on, I outweighed NFL, so I'd like some feedback, if you have any. Because you – I I texted everyone, and I said, I officially don't know football. As soon as you got, like, two sentences in, I was like, oh, my God, I'm way out of <laughs> – I'm way out of my element right now.
2: <laughs> I really like the Northwestern-Michigan state pick. Uh, sorry. Oh, I'm not sorry. But Northwestern – even though you know they're a defensive team, they're a Pat Fitzgerald team, by the way, fuck Pat Fitzgerald, I hate that guy so much. Uh, they check. can score. they can Pat Fitzgerald is rude. He is rude. He called me Missy once and I literally have I have not forgotten about it. I think about it all the time all the time. Do you know what PJ. Flet called me? ma'am. How nice. Pat Fitzgerald missy. That's fucking rude, but I don't want to talk about that. It makes me <laughs> so mad. The current state so of mad. Both
4: programs. Look where <laughs> banners get you
2: yeah nowhere, apparently, but whatever, so I don't like Pat Fitzgerald, he ruined my life, whatever. but Northwestern can score we that's what i 'm trying to, trying to say is Northwestern can score it's very tangy um they put up 42 against Maryland. Granted, that was Maryland, but they still can score. They put up 42 points. Uh, and so I don't think it's like out out of the blue or crazy to think that they can score. They've shown that they can do it before. And like you guys said, Iowa had just a lost, hopeless, you know, dead offense. And then we played Michigan State. And you guys kind of brought us back to life. You know, you did CPR for the Iowa offense and Tyler You're Goodson welcome. to breathe. And so I really don't think there's – Anything better for a team that needs an offensive spark? Not that they even need it, uh, than to play Michigan State. So I really like that pick, Sponge. Go Sponge.
4: Go loose, go Sponge. (laughs) Never mind. I'm I'm out, guys. Best guess we've had.
2: (laughs) Well, thank you. Tell that to Jack.
4: He already went like 0 and 6 when he came. He didn't even post his picks. We just cut his clip out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I listened to that episode.
1: So
0: we're going to go to the professional gambler now, which is myself. Um, We're coming off uh, a rough week last time, last week. Uh, It was a down week for the entire pod, to be honest. Um, I was just, the brunt, I just was on the brunt end of kind of receiving all this just critiques and whatnot from everybody. So I'm ready for a big bounce back. Uh, No predictions for me as to what my record will be this week. I am feeling confident per usual. And we'll see where that confidence gets me.
4: Each last week before your picks. I just want to point out. you. Yeah, I I
0: have my script here where I'm just kind of reading off of. But, um, no, I'm just kidding. So, my picks, I love the over in Maryland versus Indiana. Uh, Both those teams love to score points. Uh, The over is 64. That is very attainable. So, I'm going with that. Uh, I know somebody teased the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina earlier. They are minus sixteen against Texas State. Uh, Give me uh, Coastal Carolina in that game. Uh, Just really fun team to follow and one of the best mascots in college football. Uh, My next pick, I love. I love takes. I love Boston College minus one against Louisville. Uh, Jeff Hafley's done an absolutely phenomenal job at Boston College. Uh, They were within a few minutes of defeating Clemson, so I really like the direction of that program and Louisville. I just, they just don't have, they don't have the juice this year. So I like Boston college moving to the NFL. I love Kansas city minus three against Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay just did not have the best week last week. Uh, Tom Brady, like uh, Sean said, look, he, he looked washed. We can just say it. So I think Pat Mahomes is going to come in and kind of show that he's the new face of the NFL and time for the old man to pack it up and, head down south to Lakeland, Florida, and go to his retirement community. And
4: Tom Brady was was seeing ghosts.
0: Yeah, he's – the CTE – He is a ghost. Yeah, it's – CTE is kicking in for him. So, reality has set in for Tom Brady. And (laughs) I actually picked a college basketball game. I really like Baylor. They're minus 21 and a half against uh, Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, Baylor last year, I mean, that was national – uh, title contender uh, they did lose some pieces but that's still uh, a dominant team against a bad team and early in the season uh, like we've seen with some of these uh, elite teams and teams close to elite like Iowa uh, they've been able to put their competition out of uh, out of arm's reach so we'll see uh, I believe that Baylor will be able to do that and then my lock of the week I love SMU minus 12 versus Eastern Carolina. Um, SMU displays a fun style of football, um, and most of the money's on them, so I like to follow the money. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. Um, So those are my picks of the week. Um, I feel very confident, like I said. Um, I'm glad Lucy caught on to my little shot at Iowa, but I will say for a little teaser of next week, I do like Iowa, whatever their spread is against Western Illinois. They have a big matchup coming up on. Uh, next Thursday. So that'll that, that's kind of my teaser for next week. So honor of Lucy, I will be betting Iowa minus whatever in that game.
1: I got I got two things for you. First yeah, um Baylor, uh the basketball pick, May C and Mark Vital are back for Baylor. Two of their big contributors from last year. Um I think they're gonna be a national title contender again. Um so I like the 21 and a half. I didn't even know ULL had a basketball program, so that's probably good for Baylor. Sean, did um, you just
5: say the preseason number one team in the country is going to have a shot – or preseason like number two is going to have a shot at the yeah. national title? Well, yeah, because
1: sometimes those rankings <laughs> are preseason for a reason. You don't know what's going to happen throughout the entire season. Hop off my dick, bitch. Um, <laughs> and secondly, um, SMU, who's the quarterback for SMU, Brett?
0: I mean, I know the answer. I just don't want to give you the gratitude of answering that. You have a sparring
4: sparring approach. The wise words of takes, doesn't matter. You just got to confidently say doesn't matter. They're going to win. <laughs> That's all you have to know. I, mean,
1: I, just, I just wanted to, you know, Shane Buchel, um, Texas transfer, has been a very good since he got to SMU, transferred in, lost out job to Sam Ellinger. Um, he's been very good. Sam Ellinger is iconic Texas quarterback and deserves respect, sir. Overrated. Um, Tyler (laughs) O'Connor with an Instagram following. But anyway. No, um, I like SMU. Uh, Eastern Carolina, I want SMU to run it up so their coach cries again at the middle of the field. I just (laughs) think it would be hilarious to happen again. Um, So I want SMU to put up 70.
0: Yeah, so I'm glad that everybody just absolutely loved my picks. Um, so I know we have our producer SD he, We're going to have a new feature So it's a producer pick I have a gut feeling what he's about to do And I If it's right I don't condone it If I'm wrong I do fully support him So SD I will pass along the mic to you
6: Brett I know what you think I'm going to pick and I'm not picking that um, I was going to pick it Um, Until I saw this Vanderbilt tomorrow is going to turn over place kicking duties to Sarah Fuller. She is a player on their sock on their women's soccer team. Um, Should she play in any capacity tomorrow, she will be the first woman to participate in a power five football game. So like takes, I am a big fan of the narrative Give me Vanderbilt plus 14 against Mizzou tomorrow. That's my pick Let's for the goal. She's going to hit a,
0: a field goal. She's
4: going to hit a field goal to cover. I really hope we see that. I really hope we see that. What you thought he was going to do?
0: Yeah, it, I really thought he was, because of the, the jersey reveal from Michigan State football today of the Neons coming back, I thought he was just going to just go all in on Michigan State money line.
6: <sighs> you pagans world. Were- Bow before the power of the <laughs> neons. Do you understand? Hey, they switch it up with the green pants? I don't it know. Is, it is the end times. The second coming is here. Repent of your neon slander. Because I, I they, don't hate the neons.
4: I don't hate the neons.
0: Reality sets in for Northwestern tomorrow.
5: Before, yeah. before, before we log out, I do have a question for Lucy. I, I want to hear her thoughts on Iowa State.
2: I picked Iowa State to win today. That was also one of my picks that got messed up by moving the podcast. Um, I don't, obviously, I don't like Iowa State. Uh, we're not fond of each other, but if there's any year for Iowa State to be good, it's this year where they're not playing Iowa. You can't look at their running back and not think he's one of the best, if not one, the best player in college football right now. Brees Hall is unreal. I think Brock Curdy is super overrated, but I don't think he's bad. This is. That. This is Iowa State's year in the Big Twelve, but you know, having a year in the Big Twelve means literally nothing. So enjoy it, have fun.
5: So, like, I always think they're saying like Priest Holmes when they hand the ball off to him, and I'm like, what if? <laughs> what a throwback!
4: If
2: anyone nope, knows that's who that it. is, Priest Hall. Yeah, like
4: Takes him. just dated himself. Oh, how old but. do you think yeah. we are?
3: Yeah.
1: He just you guys never played Madden back. as a
4: child? You just went full SF. <laughs> how old, How old are you? <laughs> I only
1: remember Larry Johnson.
5: There you go. Uh, Penn State
0: guy. Oh, he's got advanced CTE. If you ever go to <laughs> his Twitter feed, man, it is like, it's, it's some crazy stuff. So I'll go there right now. Yeah. So I recommend everybody does that. So we're going to wrap it up, Lucy. It was such an honor and a pleasure to have you on the pod. Um, You're welcome that. on anytime you would like. Um, so thank you again, and let's hope that our the length of the pod didn't impact your record too much. And we hope that um, you'll prosper in the picks, and we'll see we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, thank you for having me on. Anytime you guys want me on, I'm happy. To come on the pod, uh, except for if you keep slandering Iowa basketball, I will not come on the pod. If you continue, <laughs> I to said do you were that.
0: near. I said you were near elite. That's about as we're, nice we're, as I can possibly be. No, Lucas will be elite.
4: It's just slightly above mid. I, we'll okay,
0: be maybe elite. when. Okay, maybe when Fran McCaffrey goes. But anyway, no,
2: no, no, we're not. We're not doing Fran McCaffrey slander here. No, Iowa is good. We're like I think we're we're not elite yet, but I think give it like two games, we'll be elite. Two we'll games. see when uh, then we'll play Carolina
0: and, and Gonzaga.
2: Yeah, that's gonna be so, uh, so yeah,
0: I know, have gonna fun with that. that
2: one. Yeah, yeah, so I'm we'll really see, we'll see
0: about that that the, we'll, we'll check back on the elite status after that game.
2: So, yeah, well, we don't have to,
0: <laughs> oh no, we will. This is being clipped as we speak. Uh, so Lucy, thank you again, everybody. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Go green, go sponge,
1: go, sponge. go white,
2: go Hawks!
1: <laughs>